0: the 24 podcast the officially unofficial podcast for 24 live another day on fx on fox i'm jim i'm aaron uh and we cover the finale tonight it's date did not many people live another day and it's the closed
1: out a yeah. lot of characters
0: yeah uh day night episode 12 10 p.m to 11 a.m it happened exactly as we thought yep the the time skip was an international flight Okay, alright, that works. What do you think about this episode as the finale, potentially for the entire series, or maybe just this season of the series?
1: I think that this episode was really good. Uh, it was an excellent way to cap off the season, uh-huh. which I've enjoyed uh, in, in my fashion. It's been a thrill ride. Sure. Yeah. And it's an effective way to probably cap off 24. It. Okay, wasn't a return to maybe the greatness of the earlier seasons, but mm. it seemed I, I like if we never see Jack Bauer again, going out as a as a sacrifice for his f- best friend uh, after you know Audrey is taken from him and he's been you know that he he's got a guardian for his family now and meeting his fate with steely eyed determination.
0: He saved the world one last time. Uh, I from certain nuclear war i i i liked it what did you think yeah i liked it a lot uh it, it had some emotional heft there at the end surprising amount yeah uh the the president and grandpa stuff was was real good um i really i so you brought this up uh i don't know if you brought this up because a listener wrote in but there was a silent clock for jack at the end yes is that always a confirmed kill I don't know because does the show play fast and loose with that at all? I I I don't know.
1: Um it it seems like not because people okay. were um it, the perfect time for them to play fast and loose would've been during the president's death. Yeah, yeah. Uh fake death. So I feel like that, that might be an ironclad rule, but I'm not steeped enough in 24 lore. You know, I watched the first 6 okay. seasons sure. Um but I'm not steeped enough in the lore um and the wikis and all that to know if it's ever been
0: <laughs> ever been violated. If it hasn't, yeah, then I think that's a really effective end for the series. They've established this rule and they use it to tell us Jack's fate, and it's very subtle, but it it also is a confirmation.
1: Yeah, I mean, it might not be the end of twenty four. Okay, it could be that I I've expressed interest in bringing this back as a Kate adventure.
0: Yeah, yeah, Kate can pick up Jack's mantle. I mean, she's she's
1: definitely. Uh, badass We were just talking During a commercial break That she's really Whoever this per, per girl is That played on uh, uh, Chuck and all that She's a really effective Action hero Yeah uh, So I totally Would be at least You know In for a season Just to see how that goes And if they brought Jack back somehow They've done it before They brought him back From the Chinese torture camps uh, <laughs> Sure I feel like the Russians though They're gonna get you Have you fun And put a bullet in your head I mean, they're yeah, it's not they're not long, messing around. Yeah, I, I don't, I, and and again, the silent clock. I, i yeah. it's to know what the real hardcore 20 24 fans think about this. Uh Frack and T seems to be the hardest of core 24 fans, and he seems to think this is a fitting in for Jack if that's the way it's going to be. So okay. much better than he – he's much happier the way day nine ended than day eight.
0: Yeah, and ultimately he got to take out the guy who tortured him, right? And sure. Audrey. and So he got Audrey. payback. Yep. Yeah, and tortured Audrey too. He got payback for everybody he cares about in here. Sure. And he got Chloe out of trouble. i I think it would be okay if this was the last season – uh, at least for uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Uh, where do you want to start talking about this episode? I'll put – here, I got a prediction. Okay. Day 10, Kate's mission to rescue Jack Bauer. There we go. It's the last Perfect. president order
1: of President Grandpa, or as uh, Shield JD gave the gift to us on Facebook. It's too. It's a shame on the last episode. Grampotus.
0: Potus. <laughs>
1: I like uh, it. I like it. Uh, th- it's his last executive order. Jack Bauer must be saved. Mm, all right.
0: Okay. I could get behind that. There's also
1: some feedback uh, on Facebook. So there's some buzz about how the, the treason trial is going to go down. If the president has got dementia and Jack is in custody and Audrey's dead,
0: mm-hmm. how many
1: direct witnesses to his treason are there? Maybe they'll have to get Jack just to make sure that this guy pays for his crimes. That would be an interesting angle. Although it seems like there's a lot of forensic evidence. They got that Russian dude's phone. They got the document with the Ford signature. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got a confession in front of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. I feel like there's plenty (laughs) of witnesses. Yeah, I think so. I think Boudreaux is doomed. Day 10, Kate, the first six hours is her rescue, you know, uh, going in with a small team, infiltrating Russia, uh, rescuing Jack, and then the rest of the season is her and Jack fighting to get out of Russia or trying to contain some problem. Really? I think it might be
0: interesting if... You know, she goes after Jack, and three episodes in, we find out that uh, Jack is dead. But there's some other plot that's going on here. Ooh, Jack being dead's rough. Yeah, but I mean, if you're taking the silent clock treatment, yeah, no, so, seriously. I mean that that's that's a good point. But
1: again, I don't know how serious to treat that. So there's sure. there's my 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 wishes for a season ten if they decide to do another day. Okay. Did you feel like it was – because I was set to be outraged that, that we are going to have a flash forward to set up another season. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like that I couldn't hate on that when it finally came. I had to kind of eat crow because they added so much emotional heft with the Grand POTUS's reflections on dementia and Alzheimer's um, that they did. Know, Jack's final moment with Chloe was surprisingly emotional. I felt myself yeah. getting a lump in my throat just because – there is a lot of history between those characters, and they've come they've definitely had this arc
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, saying goodbye and having you know telling her to protect his family that's super effective and Keith Sutherland is fucking good sure uh, yeah, he's good at what he does on this show certainly you how many actors if you tell put a camera in their face and say, "We want you to go from soul crushing grief that you're just about to uh-huh. give up and sit down? To white-hot, focused rage
0: yeah,
1: in the space of 10 seconds and do it purely <laughs> with your quivering lip and the fur of your brow. How yeah. many people can do that? Uh, Liam Neeson? Yeah, Harrison yeah. Ford? Mm-hmm. Maybe I, a Hugh Jackman? yeah uh, although he I, needs claws to do it, yeah, I, I don't I don't know that Hugh Jackman could he'd have to have his veiny arms out to yeah, yeah. you know and rippling pecs. sure I, it wouldn't be all in the face, yeah, it'd be in the arms. not not a <laughs> lot of guys can do that, and yeah. that is a skill that's vital to this show, apparently, absolutely. and one he's honed over many years of doing this show. and and you get pumped. I mean, when you saw that because we were, we went yeah. from Kate, what the fuck? <laughs> You're calling this guy to tear his nuts out in the middle of this important mission. What uh-huh. the fuck are you doing? To, you know, it's the equivalent of uh, it went from like a laughing stock to the equivalent of olive oil giving Popeye spinach through his pipe. Sure. In the space of thirty <laughs> seconds, we went from making fun to being all in, and
0: that's all. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And rooting, like audibly cheering yes. for Jack Bauer. That. uh when he's throwing cleavers i'm oh. i'm all in oh my god when he's taking out guys with machine guns and body armor with just his pistol i'm all in when he's we when he's making
1: a, a chinese agent kebab and using him for a <laughs> yep. you know sticking him right in the skull and then using him as a meat puppet uh uh-huh. i'm all in uh the the whole ship assault scene yeah, is was super awesome. It reminded me a lot of um, some of the Sam Fisher Splinter Cell games. Market sure. execute because these guys got a satellite view and it's such a overwhelming technical advantage. And Chloe's telling them like, too, and they're just simultaneously yeah. executing these fools.
0: Yeah, that- it's it's really interesting because you surprisingly don't see a lot of that in twenty four right most of it is jack just charging in screaming chloe maybe telling him like where people are in general like they're in this building and now jack has to run in screaming and shooting you don't see a lot of tactical stuff but in this final episode you see perfect coordination between chloe on the satellite uh the jack bauer with his sidekick Mm -hmm. uh coordinating shots of two people at the same time that's the stuff i love to see it's because jack bauer has expertise right He's
1: he's out James Bond's James Bond. I mean, he is the – I can't think of another field agent Mm -hmm. other than, like I said, Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell that is a fucking badass of covertly going in and murdering people. But and, we almost
0: and, never see it, at least in this season.
1: Yeah, I mean, it probably because it would get old. I mean, if they did that shit every episode, but yeah. like two or three times a season, they throw the red meat to the lions, and we tear into it, and it's it's super satisfying.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely love that stuff. Um, So how'd you feel about Audrey getting killed? That was kind of a, a huge event.
1: The only problem with it is it came so late in the season that... Keith or Sutherland just got to spend 10 seconds, you know, forging grief and pain into anger and determination, and that's it. We didn't see any more reaction to it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what... So this guy has lost and won her so many times, and then she's married to another man, and there's treasons. I don't know yeah. what the appropriate reaction is, but I wish that that plot line had a little bit more time to grieve. And there was no fallout for Jack, right? Like we didn't, or we didn't see it. There will be. And and honestly, whoever wrote that scene with pre- uh, President Grandpa, yeah, uh, needs a fucking medal because <laughs> I felt like that gave us something. That was the real meat here, yeah. The, that 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 was a perfect reaction to losing your daughter and also with the realization that you're going to lose everything and you're not even mm. going to remember this stuff. And it's you know, Alzheimer's is a a bitch, man. My granddad uh had that and it's yeah. it's terrible. I feel like that, you know, where no ever no matter where you are in the euthanasia debate, I feel like there should be carte blanche if you're diagnosed with Alzheimer's, you should be able to just pick a date or just any time walk into a euthanasia clinic and say, I'm done. I've got a moment yeah. of clarity. This is as be- this is as much of me I'm gonna be and uh move on. And as since I have a history of this in my family, I've thought about that myself. Like what do you what do you do? When's the perfect time? Like when you first got diagnosed,
0: you're still you sure, sure you know but it happens so gradually and, and it could get beyond a threshold where you no longer have the ability to do that I, but i feel like with my experience
1: and i just had the one experience with my grandpa but sure. that even when he would go for 3 months at a time not being who he was and being this i don't even know what like this uh man child you know it's 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 a it just robs it you everything of your identity and your your sense of personal grace and courage and mm-hmm. um and dignity but, like, every once in a while, he'd have a couple hours where he would have this moment of clarity. Half the time, he would beg for death. Um, hmm. I feel like that's the time. The first time, you know, after you slip into that madness and you have, you claw your way back up to the surface to be able to tap out and say, I don't I don't want to put, not just me, because it's not the damage it's doing to you. Yeah, it's sure. the damage it's doing to everyone that ever loved you. I feel like that's the yeah. time where you should be able to hit a button and be like, "That's I, I'm that's
0: it, I'm done. Okay, well, I'm not going to argue against that because I mostly agree with it. Uh, yeah, Why can't I, I, we get I, that together as a society? Dude, Why is that a hot bitten issue? Uh, life is a very important thing to but, people in in uh indiscriminately. But, they but we already life.
1: have the thing where you can pull the plug on people or vegetables. But it seems like the yeah, uh, yeah. terminal cancer and and Alzheimer's that's a concrete medical diagnosis. You get three doctors to agree on it, sign off on it why Why can't we make that happen? Why do people have know, to blow their heads off yeah you know and 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 put their
0: family through that last indignity i uh, i don't know. I don't know uh th- yeah but i I'm with you. That final scene with president grandpa uh grandpotus was fantastic i uh, really this good.
1: episode did a good job of even subverting. You know, because you and I are both calling bullshit on the lone sniper, the laziest fucking sniper in the world. He's just sniping via iPhone. We're like, why would you have just one guy there? Sure, sure. And it turns out they didn't, and Audrey probably should have known that, and she did—or not Audrey, uh, Kate, and Audrey ended up dying. Mm -hmm. Um, But before
0: we leave Audrey's death— Okay. uh, Because I I feel like that's where you're going. (laughs) Uh, does, Does this shine new light on the scene in the office where he's looking at the pictures? Because I think that's the scene he's talking about, right, where he took 10, 15 seconds, couldn't remember his daughter's name. Well, I thought – so here's what I thought. I thought he said that this was
1: before he left for London. So he was still in okay. D.C. And then, right. yes, it does add extra depth to that scene because – you he wonders is that what he's doing there. He's He's taking that moment, hey, I actually do remember on this day. I'm having a good day. Yeah, this yeah. might be my last – this is – I'm tapping out. I'm going to, it, and it makes that his decision to go kill himself in the Wimbledon football field yeah. a lot more noble, and he's going to have one last moment with his daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really good. It it does fill in that moment quite a lot, quite a quite a bit.
0: Sure, Jack Bauer, not for euthanasia. <laughs> uh, what? Jack you, Bauer? Jack Bauer pulled him off the field. Oh yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> the, but the problem is. Is the I think Jack had a problem with it, you know, being a skeptical. That's the thing. That's the one time Jack Bauer is wrong, because if Jack had kept his word, it, the Al Harazi thing would have would have come to a conclusion much earlier and peacefully, and maybe and
0: I maybe there's something into that in, yeah, in our foreign a- policy. Well, it's all about that device, right? Like, would they have dismantled that device? Would they have destroyed the device once? Um, they said they wouldn't. They would stop the drones. Yeah. But that device might still have gotten into Adrian's hands and then into the Chinese they hands. It probably would have,
1: sure. But Jack didn't so, know that either. Yeah, yeah. So but I feel like that he's, he was objectively wrong in that circumstance. And also, yeah, he he arguably robbed the president of the ability to go out on his own terms. But it's problematic yeah. because you can't let a president, a terrorist assassinate a president, even if he does some horseshit resign, which that never went anywhere yeah. to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know.
0: Okay, uh, where, where, where were you about to go before I interrupted you?
1: J- I, I, I mean, they just tied up a lot of ends, like Chang being sure. the big bad and um, being the one that's kind of inflicted, arguably. It's hard to argue who inflicted the most pain on Jack, but probably of living people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He is there, and Jack got to unmask him, corner him, disgrace him, and behead him in this in the span of about 45 seconds. We we yeah. saw a nice little hand name. that's something we don't see a lot of in twenty four. Uh, some some, you know, just Chang busting out some wushu, uh-huh. Jack making mushu out of him, and <laughs> then getting the uh, beheading. Uh, I, you know, yep. beheading with a samurai sword. Something I don't think we've seen on twenty four before.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's also interesting that you know he uses his own face and his voice to thwart his plot. I like that. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, Boudreaux's disgraced. Chloe, yeah. how about Chloe getting kidnapped? That seemed a little... It was weird. I don't know how the Russians knew where she was, first of all. Well, they were tracking her hacking the satellite, so I, I guess I don't have a problem with that. The Russians were tracking that. Well, Chang alerted didn't to him, and then didn't he say something like oh. find her? And then the Russians, since this was this maybe this he boat did, yeah. was not some shadowy Russian thing. This was an actual government operation. Yeah. yeah. So they probably had some ultra competent field agents in there. Um, okay. Mildly surprising that Chang was able to just pull a pistol on this dude and have him you know jump jump too because Chang is not the one calling the shots in this instance. But I mean mm. you know yeah. I, she. I there's so many things I was prepared to call bullshit on the final 10 minutes, and <laughs> I felt like I'd be a total asshole if I did, because uh, the ends justified the means in my in my estimation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, there, I mean, aside from, you know, going over the details of what actually happened this episode, which I don't think is super interesting, uh, there isn't a lot more to talk about.
1: No, I mean it's had a surprisingly emotional resonance. Shows that 24 can yeah. still punch above its weight when it needs to. Um, it shows that 24 sure. is viable in a 12-hour, more conventional, modern drama format. Yeah. Uh, we we talked about this before, and I can't even remember why. Oh, it's because there's a commercial for the DVD set that you can order. Oh yeah, yeah. It's going to okay. have all these special features, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is 24 a better fit for Netflix? Like a Fox cancels this, can Twenty Four pick it up and make it the Jack, the Kate version of Twenty Four? On, I mean, because this is the ultimate yeah. binge show. Sure, I would totally be on board with that. Do you think that it would harm its water cooler potential? Because that's it was also one of the king of the water cooler. Did you see Twenty Four? What you think? You talked about it. Yeah. Uh, do you think th- it would hurt its water cooler potential?
0: I think definitely. I think the 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 Netflix model does not lend itself at all to people talking about it uh on a weekly basis, on any kind of extended basis. Do I we... feel like the first week that it's out, people are like, oh man, I watched like four episodes of 24. Uh Where'd you get to? Well, I only saw two. Oh, what'd you think? Well, I liked it. And the next week, like the dude, the other dude has finished it. That guy's seen three. They can't talk about anything. It's like, that destroys that water cooler I, sensation.
1: I'm, the jury's still out for me because we've got some interesting insights in this, right? We, we do, did yeah. the House of Cards marathon weekend where we did 12, 13 podcasts in 48 hours. And the weekend before we did the other 13. <laughs> and then we saw a spot, the first episode got a lot of downloads. Yeah. And the middle episodes are a big dip. And then the final mm. episode got a lot of downloads. And there was a short, like, you know, we had two or three weeks of, like, fairly intense discussion on Facebook, and then it just dropped to nothing. Yeah. But Orange is the New Black, I kind of expected we'd have pretty high traffic in the preview in the first couple, and then would just trail off. But I'm seeing a similar effect that we had on our other casts, where each week it's gaining momentum, it's gaining steam. Sure. I'm wondering if... W- the we the coverage of the show can actually shape the water cooler talk because the other thing I've just noticed, and hmm. just amongst you know the girls and I talking about the show, or if I just bump up to someone on the street and we start talking about have you seen Orange is the New Black? There's this like you know like when two modems would call each other and they handshake and determine the speed. Sure. It's like where are you at? Oh yeah. well, uh, you know V and Red did this thing. Oh yeah, and you can and then the person seen more can kind of choke down and have that discussion with the lesser person.
0: Yeah so oh, it's calling like calling him a lesser person. Not, uh, not a lesser <laughs> person, but the the what little... is <laughs> Uh yeah, I okay, maybe it doesn't totally destroy it, but I think it it definitely changes the nature of the conversation and uh on the internet it's a weird thing, right? Because the internet is like, a weird thing. Like a Reddit uh, like a subreddit is really fucking difficult to manage when that many people are on there talking about different points in the episode. Like, you've got to have spoiler tags, and you've got to label them for each episode. And-, and for
1: the most part, that works, but it seems like maybe there needs to be better technological solutions for that.
0: Yeah, logistically, that's that seems like a nightmare. If if I'm searching through the thing is subreddit, is this, it's, it's almost impossible. The,
1: the other thing is, because I've been involved in um, a couple book fan groups now, uh, like you know, George R.R. R. Martin's and uh, most recently Jim Butcher's uh, Harry Dresden series, The Dresden Files. And whenever a new book drops, like Reddit goes into this weird mode on that group where it's like, you know, you, spoilers all does no longer include the most recent book. And they actually have separate uh, threads Jesus. for, you know, like different chapters and things. And then like after four weeks, they're like, OK, you either read it or you don't. And it kind of goes back to normal. And I feel like that Netflix follows that book model, where there is this chaos, chaotic period of that first initial month. Yeah, and then you know, and people are kind of like, it's on you to protect it. That's like, it's on you. You're going into I think a dangerous it's neighborhood. On you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you either got to know about spoilers, or or you got to wait until you read the whole book. If you're a spoiler phobe, you got to wait till you've read the whole thing. Yeah. Until you go on there. If you're not spoiler averse and you're a little adventurous, you might know. It's like, hey, I might see a sentence or two that's going to sp- spoil me slightly but it's also not going to you know it's seen a picture of a food is not going to spoil spoil the 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 eating of it that's my thing is like i never um you know just getting a sentence or two or someone tell me a premise doesn't ruin the thing for me sure sure so i i feel like that this Netflix model can beat this book model, and maybe we'll just adapt and 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 figure it out. And there will be this thriving water cooler talk.
0: Yeah, it feels like there there are a couple of ways to do it, and you know the book club model where people watch an episode a week, and it's yep. kind of organized by the fans, which is kind of that's, what we're doing. With that's Orange fine. And New Block. So we've done it both ways, right? Yep. We we did the the binge the House of Cards where we just binged it and dropped all of our episodes. I think that works really well in podcast format. Um, because people can at any time go and look at the episode that they are up to and hear commentary on it uh, the, and hear feedback and all that stuff. The vast majority don't, though. Yes, but I think that's also part of the nature of the dropping them all at once is that people don't want to hear about a single episode. They want to binge it. They They want to do chunks of four. They want to do, like, take a Saturday and watch – this half of the season, or it's the law. It's also the law of
1: averages. Like you know, they're binging too, and they're not going to f after every single episode. Listen to the podcast. That's ex- exactly very what I'm few saying. people are going to do that. So yeah. they're like, hey, I, I, I got up to episode four last night. I yep. don't want to listen to two so hours I'll of watch, podcast. I'll listen to episode four. Go get to yeah. episode four and, and go on. But that
0: cuts down that, – that cuts in a quarter your traffic. And, and you average yeah. that
1: out amongst the whole season. You see where everyone listens to the first one and everyone yep. listens to the last one, but the ones in between are spotty because everyone's at different points in the time. So it, it's interesting. Whereas this Orange and New Black, it, it seems like that doing the organized book club viewing style is something that
0: maybe people enjoy more. I don't know. Yeah, as far as 24 goes, um, I think it's a great fit because it is a very bingeable show. Yeah. Like, I just saw something crazy happen at the end of this episode. I want to see what happens next. Oh, what do you know? It's already there for me. Boom. I'm going for it.
1: But the other thing is I think that doing it the once a week, it allows people, like, you know, the first three or four weeks, if you're a hardcore fan, you probably, you're not going to see it in the first weekend maybe. That's that's like the top 1% of fans. Sure. yeah. But four weeks, six weeks—the longer it goes, the more people are going to. So you're going to start having people. I don't need to rewatch the episode, but I'll. I want to relive my memories by, you know. And this is all speculation. I don't know, but I'm thinking yeah. that like, hey, I'll. I'll just you know, it comes out this week. I'll listen to it and I'll remember. It like, oh yeah, it's good. And it's it's kind of another way to savor the experience. And more people do it that way because you're giving hmm. them more time to catch up. So they've had their main course and the dessert is these
0: these weekly podcasts. Yeah, week two
1: episode two, not everybody's on board, but as each week progresses, that's why the audience keeps going up because more and more people are joining yeah. the remembrance thread, the you know, podcast, I guess.
0: Yeah, but it feels like most people will go back and remember just the last episode, which I think eh. you know, is, is borne out by the traffic. So you, you have this I'm talking about the orange spangatine. and the new black, though. Oh, oh, that, that method.
1: Yeah, where you do it once a week.
0: Uh, this is oh, turning okay. into the bald move navel-gazing hour. Yeah, Maybe... these are the types of things we have to think about as, you know, quote-unquote professional... And Podcasters.
1: we don't. And if you have some thoughts on this, we have a fairly small audience for this show, and mm-hmm. it's kind of germane. Would you? What do you think about twenty four being on Netflix? You know, obviously, we're not going to do another. We're not going to do wrap up podcasts on twenty four. This is a wrap up podcast.
0: It is, yeah. And I'm curious to to hear what people think about podcasting in a Netflix world as well. That's what I'm
1: saying. Like, go yeah. ahead and send us feedback because we're just personally interested in hearing your thoughts and opinions. And on it, it will,
0: it will honestly tailor uh how we do our content totally so, it will
1: shape it you know you guys telling us those things is what shapes our feedback cuz we're willing to do about anything we're willing to binge yeah we're willing to string it out it's a we're kind of experimenting so
0: exactly netflix is such a new phenomenon uh that we're still experimenting it's with our content funny that even seppenwall is trying to do this
1: too where he's got to sing where he's taking two episodes at a time a week on orange and new black where last year he didn't touch it with the 10-foot pole it's like here's my general opinion He didn't know what to do with it yeah he's like oh god i he's kind of, of
0: offended he's offended that he doesn't know. get screeners for it so it's not like so he's just a common citizen when it comes to yeah no those types of and shows. i definitely
1: some of those old school guys yeah um got a little got a little chippy about it and we
0: were like fuck it we're all in yeah we think this is great let's yeah. do it
1: this is weird we're on even we're on equal footing with the big guys <laughs> hot damn <laughs> so um but even that's starting to be bullshit because I heard that this year that Netflix had a special feed for critics where oh. they could get in and see the first two before anyone else. So it's like, man, fuck you,
0: Netflix. Stay true to your goddamn principles. Maybe we need to stop calling ourselves fans and start calling ourselves critics to <laughs> get access to <laughs> no, that shit. No outsider for till till I die. Yeah. I'm uh,
1: a- Let's do some pimping and some feedback. Please. Hey, so this is the end of twenty four, but it's not the end of bald move. Of course, that we're doing we're doing true blood right now. We're doing the following, which is Fan fucking tastic. Uh, if you're looking for something to get into, we've got uh, coverage of Breaking Bad, coverage of Fargo, coverage of Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, all of those shows I uh, recommend without hesitation. Mad Men. What else are we doing? We're doing Orange is the New Black, we talked about. General we got a TV cast. We got a semi weekly t- podcast yeah. where we're covering um, The Bridge. We're covering a little bit of Falling Skies, a little the bit strain. of Masters, The Strain, a little bit of Masters of Sex. Yeah. Uh, general opinions on stuff like the Emmys and internet business models. It's you know interesting. If if any of that stuff catches your eye, give that a shout out. How do we do all this podcast? You might ask. It's because of the generosity and the support of listeners such as yourself. And thank you so much for listening to 24. Um, how you can support us is going to com slash bald move. Uh, read the pitch. It's basically you can subscribe to our site and agree to pay us a one-time amount or a recurring monthly amount. And, it could be a dollar. I don't think it could be less than a dollar. It can't be like a quarter or 50 cents. It could um, be zero. It could be zero, though. Yeah. Uh, so you can just subscribe and follow along on our updates. But uh, that really helps us out. And it you get not only our podcast and satisfaction knowing you support us, but you also can uh, save that stuff up and redeem it, redeem it for interesting bald move memorabilia and uh, merchandise and custom content pro- opportunities go to subable.com slash bald move S U B B A B L E. dot com slash bald move for more information if you shop on amazon i can't say it enough if you're gonna buy day nine on dvd or blu-ray please do it through amazon.com and order it through bald move or amazon dot dot com if you can't remember that yeah. go to baldmove.com click on the banner We get a cut out of all that, and it costs you nothing. So it's a great way to support our site.
0: Yeah, 24 has been pushing the DVD uh, in this last episode. I guess we should throw a link in the show notes. Sure, why not? I don't know. Is it available now? Or is it like thought, a pre-order? I thought I so, too. I thought it too. said available, but I didn't pay attention. That's I was like, crazy. oh, DVDs, that's why a, aren't they doing Netflix?
1: <laughs> that's a great idea because it's like the Super Bowl, you know? like As yeah. soon as the Super Bowl's over, they're, sh- they're They're marketing the winner's package and the T-shirts and all that. It's a great yeah, idea, yeah. I don't know why more television shows don't do it.
0: No one will ever be as excited for 24 as they, as they, are, they are at that moment, so, so do it. <laughs> great
1: idea. Use amazon.ballmove.com to buy it, if you would. Third and finally is, hey, help us out uh, by promoting us. Tell your friends and family. Go to Amazon and give us a rating and review. That helps grow our network, and it's
0: all because – Don't we... go to Amazon and rate and review us. That's That iTunes? will do nothing. You said Amazon. You needed to say iTunes. <laughs> iTunes. We also have a link to the iTunes link on uh, our show
1: notes always. Um, that's the kind of stuff that really helps us out, and we don't – we've never advertised – we don't really pimp outside our podcast. It's been 100% the listeners that's got us to where we're at. Yeah. And I... Super grateful for that. Can't thank you guys enough for everything you do on a daily, weekly basis for us. Shall we talk about some of these people or reconsider some of their thoughts that they've sent in? No.
0: No, I refuse. All right. Fuck them. <laughs> F- we're grateful, but fuck them. Uh,
1: <laughs> John D. said, why did they give Jack the silent clock at the end? I felt like mm. we talked about that enough.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry to steal your thunder,
1: John D. Uh, Phil Zee's the guy that had the problem with the testimony. He said, with well, Jack imprisoned by the Russians and Heller's dementia, who's left to testify at the chief of staff's trial for treason since the Constitution requires at least two witnesses. I would postulate the joint chiefs of staff and everyone else in that room. Uh, mm-hmm. Government issue – no, government issue face guy wasn't there. No? GIF man? GIF man. Um, but enough. A, 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 yeah, plenty of people heard a, that. A, a several Nebraska line defensive linemen <laughs> in military uniforms were there to hear it. <laughs> They kept focusing the camera on Jack and Chloe's hands, so I kept expecting there to be some sort of bra- brush pass. But mm-hmm. I can't figure out what Jack would have given to Chloe. He's thinking next Ad- level advice. I, I was thinking that was just them being friends, but it would be interesting if, in a future season, that Chloe did slip him some tracker that she made from a gum wrapper and the piece of dandruff, and
0: yeah. that's
1: going to be the hook for next season. Could be. Could I be. I, I, to- I like I like where you're going with that, Phil. Um, Question for the peanut gallery If there's a season 10 Should the show return to a
0: 24 episode format Or do you think that story was better with only 12 episodes You're shaking your head no Jim I hate the 24 episode format Period I think it's too much TV for one year Here's the thing We had a few half bullshit episodes Mm. Every
1: season of 24 We've had at least four A four episode arc of random bullshit That is a snooze fest yeah. T- boil twenty four down to twelve every
0: single time. I think it's a winner. I I boil everything down to twelve. We don't ever need another twenty four episode television show again. I'm if you got if you got it, do it. I mean if you can really bring I, it for twenty four episodes. I don't think anyone has got it. I don't think you can Support that much content in a single year. the The writing suffers. What if a guy like
1: Nick P. P, P zolano from True Detective had his magnum opus and okay. it was going to be a thirty ep- and he plotted it all out in advance?
0: That's what you had. You would have to do. And but- I
1: think that we might see that in our lifetimes because these creators are getting the kind of clout. It's like, hey, I'm going to go away for five years. And I'm going to workshop this. Huh. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to throw this script out there. I'm going to have actors fighting for it. I'm going to have <laughs> networks fighting for it. We might see something that epic.
0: We could, but uh, until then, stick to twenty to, to yes, ten, to eight to twelve. That's to 13 the only episodes. way in which it would work. If you're trying to do a yearly twenty-four episode show, you're going to fail. It's bad, indeed. Uh, Josiah W. said, "Wanted to give a quick
1: opinion about the finale. Even though I loved it, I thought the writers should have figured out a way to put Aubrey, Audrey, Jack, and Chang in the same room. But when Jack cut off Chang's head, it made it a little bit better."
0: Mm-hmm. We broadly agree. I don't uh, know where why that sword was in that boat. Chang's just rolling around with a sword. <laughs> I think the Russians were. The <laughs> Russians have a sword? Yeah, like a, man. They're like, what? A of those... katana, a, a Japanese style sword. One of those guys is a weeaboo. I want to know why He's even a manga Chang fan
1: would have a Japanese sword on it. <laughs> I'm saying it's Russians. It's Russians. Okay. All so, right. Maybe because the Russians sense. and Jap- Jap- Japanese have fought a lot okay. in <laughs> centuries past. Maybe this is like some kind of Russian Sino Japanese war. Grandfather brought home 200 uh, 150 years ago kind of thing.
0: And it, and it's an insult to the Japanese for the Russians to be rolling around with that. Nah, it's or it's a trophy. Kind of like if your grandfather's
1: got okay. a Nazi helmet in his attic because he, yeah. he smuggled it in from the war. It's a memento. It's a it's a it's a trophy. Okay. Uh one big problem I had is the end felt rushed. I guess I'm used to 2-hour finales. Maybe this would have been better with a 2-hour finale. I just wanted to see more to come from Audrey's death. It was so sudden the characters didn't have much time on screen to react exactly your point yeah i agree and maybe it would have been better as a two-hour finale maybe because i don't think the two-hour premiere was that hot
0: mm,
1: yeah if they could have done it over again i wonder if they could have restructured it to backload that if it had been better he continues josiah does like what they did to the kate this year by the end of the season i'd really connected with her and i hope they bring her character back 24 day 10 please happen soon Lots of people clamoring for more 24. Had a very long take from Frack and T. He's a resident 24 file. and he took he took a little uh, exception to the way we covered the show this year. <laughs> oh, really? This show it says about 24. It seems like you guys and most of the Bald Move Army who participate in the f- feedback and threads for the show watch it semi-ironically, mm-hmm. laughing at it more than enjoying it. I'm not saying that's wrong, as I'm well aware of the utter ridiculousness of the show at times. But I watch it differently. <laughs> I've always loved 24. It's always exciting, even when it's predictable, even when it's way over the top. I read an article on it way back during one of the middle seasons that compared it to a graphic novel. The heightened emotions, the lack of reality, the improbably high stakes, the stakes, the purity of the heroes and the pure evilness of the villains, the the framing of the shots, the boxes they use with switching between storylines. All these things are elements that would be right at home in a gritty comic book or graphic novel. Here's the thing. Despite the unrealistic and heightened nature of the action, 24 never breaks its own rules. Its characters do things for reasons that are evident or will soon be clear. It always stays true as to itself. So if you Mm. grant it the concession and agree to inhabit its world, it will always reward you with a great story. You either buy in and accept the world they create and enjoy it, or you call bullshit and laugh at how improbable everything is. I myself buy in for two reasons. One, the graphic novel analogy. Take any frame from any episode, you freeze it, imagine it done in pencil and ink with a cartoon dialogue bubble, and it starts making so much more sense. The second reason I buy in is Kiefer Sutherland. His Jack Bauer is arguably the greatest American action hero of all time. He sells the smarts, the toughness, the sense of a man who has sacrificed everything up to and including his own family for the sake of protecting his country so well that it's just not possible to imagine 24 without him. I've been wanting to write this one for a while because it's the first time I've really disagreed with you how you guys cover a show. I've been right there with you on the high highs of Breaking Bad and Mad Men and just as frustrated and disappointed as you when The Walking Dead crapped out. I realize I'm in the minority, but I think 24 deserves a bit more of a serious take than it's got for me this summer. But I've still enjoyed listening. What's
0: your comment on this, Jim? So uh, I, I want to say that I understand where he's coming from. Uh, and as someone who is obviously passionate about the show mm-hmm. um, and enjoys it thoroughly, uh, he he may be right. He, he may be right that this show deserves a different kind of coverage, but that is not the coverage that we can do of this show. Because, like he said, we do watch it somewhat ironically. I, I feel like to treat this show, for us to treat this show as more serious than we have, would be dishonest. Because that's not how we watch the show, and I th- and we we had an intense debate about this. And after we saw the first
1: two episodes, we're like, "Shit, yeah, how are we going to do this?" Because we don't have neither one of us has seen the final two seasons. I think you haven't even seen like the final four. Yeah, it's been, a uh,
0: while. it's been
1: years since we've seen it. We're kind of doing this as it wasn't on our radar, and it's like, "Well, it's coming up, and we've got the time to do it." So we both like Twenty Four. Let's yeah. just try it out and see what happens. But we're like, you know, are there going to be fans kind of mad that we're not taken serious, that we're not steeped in the lore, et cetera, et cetera? Turns out we've gotten a fairly positive response. And the pe- I think there's a market for this. There, I think there's obviously a market for a balls-to-the-wall, full-on, 24-serious podcast. Yeah. And if we had been podcasting this from season one, mm-hmm. I bet it would be that. Or it would be yeah, more yeah. like The Walking Dead where – we're more we we are approaching it seriously, and then we get kind of disappointed in in in, in the bullshit. And it's yeah. cool if you can get that detachment of seeing it as both ways, as the graphic novel and as a serious and and, and take it. But I I don't know that I'd ever be able to get in that headspace because sure. I'm actually considering for The Walking Dead. I'm actually considering flipping it and think treating it more like Twenty Four. That this <laughs> okay. is not the show. This is no longer the great dramatic premise, super serious show. This is going to be like Twenty Four. It's going to be mostly gonzo action, and implausible things with some really good character moments with some actors that are, are that are cast in you know they're, they got better actors than they got material. Yeah, yeah. And, and I I think maybe I didn't enjoy it more because you get a lot of people saying, "Oh, Aaron, you're such a ne- you're such a a, a bitch about 20, uh, the Walking Dead." Well, maybe I approach, like, 24, that would go away.
0: Yeah, it might. Um, the, the the bit about being dishonest is, you know, it extends more than just the way we cover it, but also into how much knowledge we have of it. Because if we were to pretend to be experts and take this super serious, uh, and pretend to be experts on the show, I, I think, you know, that's dishonest, and it comes across as... Uh, i i guess that would just be sussed out by the people Certainly. i i think it's it's a fool's errand to try to pretend that you are more invested in the show and that you have more knowledge about the show than you actually do and above all we try to be honest with our our listeners if we don't know like if we haven't seen a previous season or two uh we're gonna tell you that if we don't know what's going on we're gonna tell you that right yeah, I mean, it's – yeah, I mean, you can't, like, be cribbing notes from the 24
1: Wiki and try to pretend like you know what you yeah. don't know. It's like – I remember a couple of years People ago – People are going to smoke you out. When fantasy football was still kind of – you know, the networks were aware that this was a thing and, like, how do we cover it? And there's, currently, there's, there's a memo yeah. going out to the sportscasters, like, you should start talking about fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. But these old jocks are, like, that's still a fucking nerd sport, so they'd say something like, some guy – who's like a third-string running back, would get put in the game and explode for like 20 points or whatever. And, you'd, mm-hmm. and he'd score three touchdowns and have 150 yards rushing. And, and fucking Dan Dierdorf or someone would be like, Whoa, I but his fantasy owners are really – no, fucker. No one owned this guy because <laughs> he's Cause a third-string he running back and two yeah. guys got injured in a freak accident. And, he bu- no, and we're all pissed about it, in fact. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you shouldn't it's, – it's better off to just shut your mouth than to pretend to be a fan of something that you're not. And that's Absolutely. I would always, always go on the side of being honest and
0: saying this is how we're approaching the show yeah. than to be, you know. And there are other podcasts out there that I'm sure take this much more seriously than we do. And don't worry. We don't think you're cheating on us if you go <laughs> listen to those podcasts. No. I would make a recommendation except for I've never listened to any
1: other. This is one of the few shows yeah. that I haven't listened to any other podcasts except for ours. So if I, you got a recommendation – uh, and if we cover this next year, I'd be happy to to,
0: to pimp that stuff out. Definitely. Uh, I do take a little bit of issue because of something you told me earlier uh, with his statement that 24 never breaks its own rules. You were telling me about presidents who are doing shit that directly contradicts I, I the feel fact like that they're evil later on. There
1: again, this is an opinion that I had as something I saw eight years ago. But okay. I do feel right. like there was a vice president character, this reptilian guy who – Directly acted against his best interests in the first half of the twenty four, and then was revealed as the one of the big bads. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? How can this possibly be? It's all
0: it's all extra cover,
1: and it's like, oh, that you know, it's like, oh, it's servicing to the bigger plot. So I I do feel like they do break the rules because they're writing it as they go, and if they got something that is more interesting that that they've thought of later, they are not afraid to ride over some pretty rough ground to get there. Yeah, yeah, but. (laughs) You know, I, I I don't know that he's that's the point he's making, and more of like, you know,
0: it's straightforward it's, about it's, what it's going
1: to be. It's it's universal rules like grav- like the twenty four is gravity. The you know okay. Jack Bauer screaming at someone always works. A so Jack Bauer tortures someone, it's always going to work. If uh-huh. he shoots someone, he's always going to hit stuff like that rather than intricacies of plot. But I could be wrong. Okay. That's it, man. If you want to send us feedback on anything we talked about, especially the Netflix stuff, or your final thoughts on 24, uh, do that at 24 baldmove.com. We'll have the one last podcast thread that you can also talk about stuff on there on facebook.com slash baldmove would be another good spot. uh, If you want to have a back and forth at the quote-unquote peanut gallery, as Phil Z Mm. uh, mentioned it. Uh, That's it. Uh, Otherwise... We're out. Join us on our other podcast,
0: or we'll see you on day ten. I yeah, guess. Yeah, if there's day ten, we'll we'll probably see you then. <laughs> All right. Uh, until then, or maybe never. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See ya.